0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Best of Five, a weekly FTC talk show where we re- recap weekend's events, last weekend's, and we'll take a look at next weekend's. We did and, more than that. And that's it. That's it. Nothing else. It's just Mike and me, nobody else either. That's not true. But that is Mike. I am a friend. I'm a little bit dude. I woke up real early. I've been in a car since 9 a.m. I drove my ass the whole way yeah, here. Yeah, you don't have your hair all done a.m. up today.
1: Till 4 p.m. I've been in a car for a long time today. You got like one of these little like bunny ears coming out the back.
0: I like that. Um, but I still made it into the studio, be oh, with my yeah. compadres. And speaking of compadres, we have Steve, Ace King, Offsuit Jerk. He writes for Twitters.
2: <laughs> and the Tech the <laughs> World Thank Tour. Thank you. <laughs> I write for Twitters.
0: <laughs> yep, sure does. And the main event, John, Velociraptor Guerrero. He writes for EventHubs.com. He also tweets... Yeah, Dude, center yourself, would you?
1: Fair warning if you hear a noise that sounds, um, in Steve's words, like peeing on the pad in the bottom of a urinal. Um, John's mic's been having some issues. Although so. we
3: haven't heard it in a while,
0: but it kind of sounds like this.
3: I have not heard said sound a single time.
0: It's because you're the culprit. Shout out to Angel Hunter. Yeah, yes. um, should I get some... Uh, are you getting my feet over here, pal? All right, let's get some uh, some clap gifts going then. Here we go. Good old dog, Judge Judge Dog. That's Judge Dog there. And also in the studio, although you never get to see him, unless you watch him streaming Soul Cowper when that game comes out here, not too long from now, is Elon. (laughs) Dude, I didn't even make it into the shot. Throw it up again. All right, that was a bag of chips. (sighs) Thank you, Elon. Totally worth it. Okay, tonight on the show, Steve, what are we going to talk about? Things and stuff. Uh, we're
2: going over what happened this weekend. We're going to be talking about,
0: uh, uh,
2: we're going to be talking about some takes that eclipse all other takes. (laughs) They do (laughs) the hottest of eclipse takes.
3: I am Uh, completely out of the loop on whatever this, this joke is that you guys (laughs) keep talking about (laughs) eclipsing. I
1: I was in the 10 minute break in between classes, um, watching replays of, of street fighter five grand finals. And I tweeted something that has gotten
0: some love. Oh, we're
1: we just talking about that. And some backlash.
0: <laughs> let, let me give you a preview here. This is from he also writes for Twitter. <laughs> Mike Schiller at Das Donk. We if you should care save this for later. Him. I'm just giving. I'm just setting the table. We'll talk about it later. If you can't respect the level of play the top Street Fighter Five players have reached, you're just trying to hate the game. The level of situation and character specific knowledge implemented at this point completely eclipses anything i've seen in other games all right let's go to the recap thank you
2: for that segue <laughs> <laughs> um not just a busy weekend but a busy week in general uh we have a couple of things that were finishing up in the middle of, of last week uh the dragon ball Uh, online radar event for Western Europe uh, wrapped up the top eight and Axie took it over Mirko. So Axie is headed to the saga event of his choice. There is another online radar event top eight tonight at 10 Eastern, 7 PM uh, Pacific. And that will be for North America East. ASAP Rocky and Timo are in that mix. Uh, Also, this past week, the Penga League wrapped up, and Fujimura emerged as champion, going undefeated uh, in the final stage, five and zero, taking it over Fudo.
0: Dang, in 5-0? the
2: match, um, he went five and zero in sets, oh, not in games. He beat Fudo seven three in the final game, which was what determined the championship, but it was round robin. So, Fujimura taking home 1.5 million yen, about 13,500. Not a bad payday for him. Uh, congratulations. Tough weekend, or tough run for Gaffro, who's been really impressive. Just had a rough go of it uh, in the final stage. But uh, but that's the Topanga League. <laughs> Fudo got second. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, expert opinion uh, there, I, I do I want to mention that, that I feel
1: like Fudo's play has gotten better and changed slightly, like almost significantly, since he did win a tournament. I feel like he's really like let loose in his play, and he's much more willing to make like heavier reads. And I felt like he used to buckle down a lot harder in in clutch situations, and maybe mm. winning took that off his back. So you don't think just that maybe I he noticed. made the
0: adjustment prior to winning that tournament?
1: Maybe he did. Maybe I just hadn't noticed it fast enough. But I feel like
3: he's playing better recently.
0: It's, it's it
3: just for fudo. It always is just depend on the phase of the moon that we're in. Yeah.
0: Yo, but can I just uh, take a moment to? I'm a Pisces, a, by a, the way. Appreciate how sharp John looks in his uh, webcam. Because web uh,
3: because I bought good ass internet for this new place, and because uh, I'm tired of screwing around with with not good ass internet. So good. I'm glad I'm looking better. R- r- you guys might claws. have to rematch
0: now that John has good
3: internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to? I have my PS4 right here. I'm in my. Office. Well, I didn't bring mine.
0: <laughs> But uh, shout-outs to John getting a new place. Yay. And he's got a beer fridge in his room. Take that, Mom. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So where were
2: we, Steve? Uh, We were headed to Red Bull Conquest. The final two uh, qualifiers before the finals and the last chance qualifier next month. Uh, they took place in Philly and Phoenix on the Philadelphia side. PA didn't get it done, but it's team Northeast. That's going to represent Philadelphia uh, princess slim taking street fighter victim of ritual uh, getting the j- job done in Tekken uh, and Marlin pie, the electrifying Marlin pie uh, taking it over shine in guilty gear. So those are your three headed out to DC. They will be joined by Team Phoenix, uh, who will compose will be composed of Thrasher, uh I can't pronounce that name, I apologize, and Peeling. Uh, almost we almost had uh one of ours make it uh third place in that Street Fighter competition. Raptor.
0: I don't got third
1: why are you Not- losing the people named chipmunk down John yeah because Isaac <laughs> chipmunk can't play down all too.
3: the damn time uh, we go back and forth and stuff and and uh, the first of all just shout outs to Thrasher is really all I had to say about the event like he's he was one of the guys in our local scene that uh, kind of came in late in Street Fighter 4 it was okay but never was really like a, a high-level competitor and he's really leveled up since I mean he plays Mika so screw him but for him to like take the whole event like he, he just shows he showed a really good awareness and, um, you know, situ- a situational awareness and, uh, and and hats off to him. So we're excited to have him repping us in Washington and, uh, and yeah, no hard feelings or anything. It was a good event. Wait, can you uh, show
1: us results I... again?
3: There's
0: this question in the chat here. There's a question. <laughs>
1: uh, someone was asking, why isn't Velociraptor's name
2: in
0: yellow or green?
2: Here, here's what I want to know. Or orange. Uh, why are there no letters in front of Velociraptor, huh?
0: Yeah, someone like says there are yeah, three. It BOV. No B O V. Could have been even because PH. I didn't,
3: okay. I won. I won a Ranbat like four months ago, and they automatically signed me up for that tournament. So I didn't even log in for Smash GG. That's just what they put in the. It's it's Angelic's fault. That's why.
0: You know. Donka also never puts in B.O.V. when he competes either. I actually, okay,
1: you you don't understand. I've, like, never signed up for a tournament as Donka in the last, (laughs) like, two years.
0: What do you go as? Mike?
1: No, I enter random names. Like, I try to do, like, the Mihei thing. I I put in weird names, and they just put me back in as Donka. It's
3: annoying. Yeah. It's also annoying not to see B.O.V. on there. Plus, B.O.V. doesn't send me to shit. I went to that tournament on my own. Also, yeah,
1: yeah. Pay for me to go.
3: Dude, speak up.
0: We would do that in a heartbeat we've offered that steve and i mom and dad here have said children if you'd like us to enter your tur- uh, tournament uh, fee for you let us know but you gotta put How about bov you send on me a, just keep send me going to with the so like, i
3: can win the the north american finals
0: when is it where is
3: it it's next month it's in washington are you send gonna are
0: you gonna perform better than you did in street fighter 4 last week
3: i'll just stay home
0: <laughs> oh
2: god with no regard for human life <laughs> Uh can we talk speaking of Street Fighter, uh, can we get back to the CPT? Uh, there were two events this weekend. Another Latin American event, uh, there's just so many in a row. Uh True Salt in Buenos Aires, taken by the Brazilian star HK Dash, uh, winning it over Prada in the grand final to get his first ever. CPT win, so congratulations to HK Dash. Uh, if we look at the Latin American standings, we see that that win is enough to clinch his spot in the regional final with just two events left. He joins Brulinho and Caba, uh as secure in that final eight. The race for that, those final spots are is going to be very tight. You see four players fighting for two spots all within 10 points of each other between seventh and 10th. So that is going to be a very close race heading down the stretch.
1: By the way, clever Steve, we all see what you did. We're impressed.
2: You should, (laughs) you should be, uh, as we take a look at the other, uh, event that took place this weekend on the CPT, I don't know how big of a deal it is. It's, it's a small event. You know, Southeast Asia major. Might have heard of it, might not have. Uh, the Open premiere was won not by someone in Asia. Well, technically he is Asia, but he's not counted as Asia in terms of CPT. Big Bird getting it done over Tokido in the grand final. Who Did, did any of you guys expect Big Bird to win?
1: No, not at all. It it was awesome to see. and I mean, this single-handedly got him from definitely not going to make Capcom Cup basically without a premiere win to into Capcom Cup. So, I mean, in this sense, I think they got the CPT right. I think everyone's happy about this. Mm -hmm. Like, a premiere of this level should get you into the Capcom Pro Tour, and it's cool to see that he won that and made it in that way.
0: I thought his uh, performance really eclipsed what Tokido was doing uh, in that set that they played. It did. Tokido lost to two Rashids in grand finals of both tournaments
1: that weekend. It was it was uh, it was a rough week went for for him.
0: So uh, Steve, back to that recap.
2: Yeah, uh, that was also the final event for the Asia region. It counts as a ranking event uh, in terms of the Asia leaderboard. So if we look at that, um, oh, there we go. Uh, we see that Fudo and NL got the last two spots. Uh, Bone Chan got close. Oil King got close as well, but not quite enough to get into that last eight. Uh, that kicked it over to Sunday for the Asia regional final. And that was won by another Rashid player, Gachi Kun, who took it again over Tokido, getting second at back-to-back uh, events in the same weekend. Uh, But the path of destruction he was on, Uh, he lost one game against Sien, and then that's it. Uh, 3-1 over him, 3-0 over Chuan, 3-0 over Fudo, 3-0 over Tokido. This man was on fire on Sunday. Uh, And that did, he was in qualifying position, but now he is 100% locked in to Capcom Cup. So congratulations to him.
0: It, 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 did i get this right because i was i was uh you know i took a vacation this weekend and that was with family but did this match not get streamed live this grand finals match because I, I tried to click it in
1: this one uh yeah this didn't get streamed the grand finals of this was cut out by the the tournament feed cut out
0: that sucks yeah
1: it did suck yeah
0: uh okay there it is. Maybe yeah, we can I, come back to this and we can talk about how good... Uh, I'm
1: Gets glad they is. played it, though, instead of icing the players for, like, four hours. You know, like, it's unfortunate that it didn't get streamed, but I think it was the correct decision to have them play rather than... And then immediately upload it to the YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, and then rather than, you know, like, making the players have to wait for the stream.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll come back and talk about it in a second. Um, yes, right, and
3: this This might be the right time to kind of, like, bring this up because... Uh, it's sort of interesting the way the CPT works. And and Steve, you've probably said this like two or three times throughout the year, but it was still news to me because um, a lot of this stuff just gets lost in the cracks. But with Gachikun winning, that was the Asia, you know, uh, Asia regional finals, right? So he gets that spot in the Capcom Cup. Of course, Gachikun's in like 15th place, so he's already qualified. Now that doesn't mean that the next person down on the list on the global leaderboards gets a spot. It means that the next Asia representative that's not qualified gets the spot. Right. Did I read that right? Yeah. Think of it this way. If
2: you win the regional final, you get that region spot. And if you get in through the global leaderboard that passes down through other players in your region. Mm-hmm. and it goes to the first one who isn't in the, the field via points. So who is, who that is that right, right now? now, like
3: Mago or uh, like Let's Oxy, take or?
2: a look at the global leaderboard, and as of now, it is Mago by two points yeah. over Storm Kubo. Uh, so that is going to be interesting to see if either of those guys make it out to another event. Uh, looking at the whole leaderboard, though, uh, we we're now up to 18, 19 players. Excuse me, or 18 through the global leaderboard, uh, who have clinched positions, plus Mena RD from last year and Angry Bird from the European finals
1: So how is Punk not the top North American player then? If he's at 27 in the top 26 qualify? It's top 26 plus Mena RD, so Mena doesn't count. Okay, so 27. Okay, so Punk is currently in then. By, yes. Okay. So he is
2: the last man in as of right now. And that's also good news for Toy. Yeah. Because as long as Punk's in, Toy is the next man up. If, you know, Mago picks up 20 points at Canada Cup and passes Punk, that means Punk's now the first person in. So, or the the first person I feel in. Feel great.
1: I've got so. second to a couple of tournaments to Toy. So, <laughs>
0: I'm really rooting for him, so hopefully he makes it. Hell yeah. <clears throat> and so. uh, while we're at it, Chad, if you guys want us to try to get Toy on, uh, maybe you don't know him, you maybe you want to know more about him. He's a great dude, Texas guy, uh, or Louisiana guy. He's from Texas, I know, but he's from
1: Louisiana, and now he lives in Texas, although GGEA just
0: dissipated. so. Uh, but if you all want us to have him on the show, let <laughs> us know, and we'll gladly bring him on. Back so, to you, Steve.
2: Uh, Yeah. Let's uh, let's keep it in Singapore for Southeast Asian major. Uh, it wasn't just a CPT event. It was pretty much part of every single major fighting game tour, including the tech and world tour. This was the final master event of the season. And yeah, the name up top, probably one you expect John Ding, uh, who's just been the workhorse of the tour been to more events than anyone else been killing it but look at those two names behind uh ak from the philippines and tajan from india that was your winner's final wow an asian event that had uh no japanese players and no koreans in winner's finals that was a bit of a shock uh, so now we've had two different Indian players uh, get top eight at Asian events this year uh, in Tejan and Lovneet. Uh, also significant here, uh, looking at the bottom half of the top eight book, picking up those 70 points, which was uh, which was big for him. And we'll see why in a second dime back getting 45. And that was also significant because if we look at the global standings, Uh, Book's points were enough to clinch his spot in the Tekken World Tour finals. Uh, Fergus will almost certainly clinch the second that this week's uh, Tekken World Tour event starts. Uh, And then Dimeback, with the points he got, moves into a tie with Super Akuma for that final qualification spot. But... The first tiebreaker is the number of points earned at master events. Dimeback has done more than Super Akuma, so Dimeback has that tiebreaker now. Uh, they're both going to be at the Berlin event this weekend, so that's going to be the showdown to watch there. Uh, it, Southeast Asian Major was also part of the Arc Revo World Tour, the second stop there. Uh, and it was a good day for Japanese players. Fenrich taking it over Dorabang in uh, excuse me in central fiction, uh, Puppy being the only player from outside Japan to make top eight. Uh, looking at Exerd, Daru, uh, from Korea, taking it over Dogura, so another strong performance from Japan, but not quite enough to get over Daruino. And then Koji Kog taking Blaze Blue Tag Hell over yeah. Nameless. So those three men will all be headed uh, to the Arc Revol World Tour Finals. And if if that wasn't anime enough for you, let's talk about a game that's based on anime. Just straight-up anime. Dragon Ball Fighters, the fifth saga of the world tour, was taken by Kazunoko, um, who took it over Moke to get his second Dragon Ball. And I want to correct myself here. Because he has won, that doesn't mean that Moke qualifies this way. It means that Kazunoko's spot opens up another last-chance qualifier. Okay. So there will now be two players who qualified through the last chance qualifier. I apologize for my mistake mm. uh last week. Interesting note though. I, don't know Sonic how I feel Fox,
1: about that decision, but it's okay.
2: <laughs> splitting doesn't Sonic, really happen anymore. So it's fine. Yeah. Sonic Fox uh he was the central center of a little bit of controversy. Didn't play all that well at um during the tournament. Didn't he he made top 8 but didn't make grand finals. That's just the third time he hasn't made grand finals at a major tournament he's entered. Uh, All three times Kazunoko has won. So, a little bit of uh, lore there. I don't know if uh, Kazunoko is just his kryptonite or what, but. He's had trouble with Kazunoko. Part of it is that Sonic is clearly, like,
1: since he got his Dragon Ball, it seems like he's been taking, like, tournaments maybe slightly less seriously. He's been playing different characters. Like, he played. Beerus, who's considered the worst character in the game this time, to, to prove that he wasn't, and now a lot of people think he isn't. Some people aren't convinced, but just a little bit of backstory. But yeah, Kazunoko could be the
2: best. It, it's definitely between those two right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the only real bit of uh controversy involving Sonic Fox. We can come back to that after the recap, though. Um, and then, uh, if we look at the Uh, standings, like I said, for the Dragon Ball tour, uh, you see four players qualified SonicFox, Kazunoko, Goichi, and Hook Gang God. Uh, like I said, Kazunoko's win opens up a second last chance qualifier, uh, at the finals. And one more thing, I wasn't able to find the full result list, uh, so I couldn't make a graphic for it, but congratulations to Hey George. He won the uh, Injustice 2 Liga Latina Finals. So he will be in Chicago for next month's Injustice Pro Series Finals.
0: And that is it for the recap. Sweet. Um, What was another bit of controversy, Steve? Uh, It involved the
2: uh, Soul Calibur tournament that Mm -hmm. went down. Uh, Sonic Fox was in that event as well did pretty well, made top eight. Uh, He thought that the event only went to top eight on Saturday. It actually went to top four. Uh, So he went out, he left to get dinner or what have you. Uh, They tried to run from top eight to top four and they couldn't find him. So they ran pretty much every other match from top eight to top four, uh, but skipped his and saved it until the next day. So he didn't get disqualified. He did not get uh, put into losers or anything like that. Uh, they just moved his match and the the top four qualifier that uh, was waiting on that one to the next day. So there were there, accusations. Of- were people upset
1: about it, though? Yeah. I saw a few Soul Calibur players seemed like that's fine. We kind of need... Attention drawn to the game. Maybe some were mad. I don't know. I could see why someone would be mad
0: Was it determined whether or not he had been properly communicated to him that they weren't going all the way to top four? Because that's not actually, you know, that's not always the case, right? It's usually top eight leave for the last day.
1: It was definitely his mistake. It said top four on the schedule.
0: Is that for sure? Steve, you're the arbiter of truth around here.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I looked at the schedule. It said top four (laughs) Sunday top 16 to top four Saturday. Uh, he ended up losing to Shen Wan in the grand final. So, uh,
3: no. but I, go ahead. I, I just, I, so I'm trying to piece this together and, and kind of come up with how I would, you know, rule this. And it's like, yeah, I get it. You get a lot more out of, well, first of all, the drama of this happening. Second, it's Sonic Fox, and he's proved himself in many other games uh, over the years, and you want him to compete. But, like, at the same time, if this happened to a Joe Schmo, would you treat it the same way, and should you treat it the same way? And I think the answer to the second question is yes. Um, but no, I, I'm actually you? really interested. If you to want treat top the same way,
0: if you want top player privilege, depends on what you value. You ought to be a top player. He's earned it. Sonic Fox. I don't know if you earn holding up a tournament.
1: I mean, yeah. if people agree to to let. If ever it's 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 one of those like you know like gentlemen's rules things to me if they agreed to let it happen I don't think anyone has a problem with letting it happen if people were against it I would have hoped that they didn't do it I don't know the background on how the other players felt
3: I mean I think it's a really slippery slope once you start letting certain things go yeah like like publicly and obviously like that when you're just like ah well okay we'll fudge it just this once behind the scenes like that's not good either but it's a big difference between doing that and then showing the entire world it's like well Sonic Fox gets special treatment because he's Sonic Fox. You can make an argument for why that's beneficial, but, like, I mean, when you come down to the letter of the law, it's, it's like, there's a reason why rules are there. And when you start to, like, haze them out or, you know, in certain situations, it's a real quick and slippery slope that you can go down.
1: I'd be interested My, to see what the other five guys said. Sonic on Twitter seemed like if he had been DQ'd, he wouldn't have freaked out. Like, he didn't <clears> seem <throat> like he was asking to not – maybe behind the scenes he was, but it didn't, like – it didn't sound like from what he said, if he had been DQ'd, he would have been mad about it.
0: I wonder um, who made the call not to DQ him and what was that person's reasoning? To me, it's somewhat obvious, right? It's like you want SonicBox playing this game on stream as much as possible, and if you can make the grand finals even better.
3: Um, definitely. So don't if you have a TO, do you DQ him or not? I would. I, 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 I mean I come players. from the combo
2: breaker school, so yeah,
3: I uh, would. Um uh, and Donka?
1: I would ask the players, and if like even one of them said we need to go, like I was expecting to play now, I would DQ him.
3: Hot if they damn. all agree, like... like
1: let's wait, then I would be fine with waiting.
3: We got like chaotic, good, neutral, evil, all that that whole spectrum <laughs> right here on the show, huh? For me, it comes down to
2: your ask. You're now setting up a situation where uh, the person who's losing, who was waiting for one loser's match, or you know, the person on the loser side in one match and the person on the loser side in the other match are now facing two different situations. One had to get to the same point by going through the marathon in one day, and then the other got an entire extra twenty four hours to prepare for that match. By the so. way,
1: Bamboo EX, I agree with you. Like they would have to say like that would have to be something privately talked about with the with the tournament organizer for sure. I wouldn't want yeah, players
2: no- to feel bad about saying no. No one wants oh, to yeah. be the one who says they have an issue with it because everyone's going to look at them funny. That has to be, you know, let, let's be clear. This is a pre-release tournament. This isn't part well, of the Well, that's pro- why I'm
1: thing. more willing to give it leeway is because it is a pre-release tournament and something like that. This isn't like Evo Grand Finals, you know.
0: So, guys, we're going to implement something new. We got some advice from an outside consultant who suggested that uh, at the end of each topic, as we discuss it, we should do a mini block grab without the graphic, um to transition to the next topic. So, block grab. Uh, let Sonic Fox... Or, don't DQ Sonic Fox. Block grab. Don't... DQ, it should be DQ Sonic,
1: Sonic Fox block or grab. I I'm mean, trying to like keep it to what actually understand. happened, which was he didn't get DQ'd. If you had to ask me, I would DQ.
0: Okay, so that's a grab on the DQ. DQ block or grab. Steve?
2: Uh, grab. You know, you, you can't give... I, I understand doing somebody a solid, but you know players are there to compete, and if you didn't read the rules, that that should be on you. So, John, I, I,
0: blocker, grab the DQ. Uh,
2: grab the DQ. All right. Can nope. it be a DQ blizzard? Because I'm I'm kind of
3: <laughs> hankering for some Oreo cheesecake right now. Can you imagine what the Sonic Fox blizzard would be? <laughs> oh, I don't want I to. I don't
0: want to. I'm done. Part I'm of not it, imagining. The sounds that we were hearing earlier on the, over the mic feels like it's nothing to do with that. Anyway, um, moving on. Steve, what's our next topic? International success? Players from all over are doing well?
2: Well, I, I think we should probably talk about uh, Mr. Schiller's tweet because I th- feel like this plays into some of that.
0: Oh, you mean this tweet that I'm going to reread for you guys oh here at, uh, as a courtesy to the uh, <clears throat> stream audience in case you're just uh, joining us. Mike Schiller on October 14th, 9:25 a.m. Early like morning your, tweet. I'm not
1: reading it despite being the one who wrote it,
0: but go ahead. Don't interrupt me as I read your tweet. <laughs> if you can't respect the level of play the top SFV players have reached, you're just trying to hate the game. The level of situation and character specific knowledge implemented at this point completely eclipses Anything I've seen in other games. There's a lot more that happens. We're gonna read you the entire read all... thread. No, don't read Here the we entire go. thread. You don't round. have to enjoy playing the game. I haven't in a long time. That's true. Right. To recognize there's a lot of skill involved and that the pro tour has pushed players farther than they've been pushed before. That it was goes on. Right? Wait. The main tweet. I suppose the wording was a bit strong, but I think some are misunderstanding what I was getting at. Street Fighter V is clearly not a comparatively difficult fighting game, and in theory, other games there's have like more that tweets. is possible to implement. Next tweet, I simply think the bar of what you need to be able to do and the knowledge you are required to have to win at top levels has become something unprecedented, parentheses, Closest being 20-plus-year-old games like Melee, Street Fighter 3, and Street Fighter 2, close parentheses. This isn't even really because of the game at all. Next tweet, it's because there are important, extremely high-level tournaments every weekend and an incredibly large player base with which to learn and improve at every matchup, Last week, in fact, the game being easier in some ways makes the character and situation-specific knowledge more important than ever because it's harder to outclass someone purely in neutral or via movement. Having said knowledge and the eye to implement it, implement it is what differentiates the top.
1: Well, thank you, Everett. I wish you could just talk for me all the time. It would make life easier.
0: Um, Let's hear some of these responses. Guess you haven't seen many other <coughs> just games go to your own LOL) Um, let's see, let's get some real good hey, ones here. there was a
1: nice one and you passed
0: that. <laughs> we don't care about those. Uh, there was one that said, okay, let me go to that thread.
1: People are really hanging on the part where I said completely eclipses. Completely eclipses? Was, that's Dawson level co- reaching. Which was clearly the opinionated part. Which was, that in my opinion, I think, and basically what this boils down to, my opinion, is not that SF5 is a harder game than any other game. That's clearly not true, I think the opposite. I think it's the easiest fighting game we've seen at a high level in a very long time at a base level. What I was saying is that because we have a pro tour with tournaments where the top players from around the world are flying around and competing every single weekend for tens of thousands of dollars, people have trained harder, they've gotten better, they have better training partners, there's more knowledge coming to them on Twitter, the level of play has gotten so high that if you aren't at the top of your game and you're not optimizing every situation, you're going to start losing. People like Justin can't win every tournament anymore because he hasn't and he often loses because he doesn't do the top-minute combos. The top players at this point, Fujimura, Sako, Gachikun, these are all guys who are like true character specialists, genius god experts of their characters, who know everything. <laughs> That's what you need at this point.
0: <laughs> don't, don't mute him. You're getting some music going here. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this whole part of the show is going to be muted in the recap in the replay.
1: <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is that soccer players are better than lacrosse players. And it's the same thing. Street Fighter Five players are better than, I'm sorry, Skullgirls players.
0: Why?
3: John,
1: because You're killing this part of the
0: recap. Hey, Bones, here we have Bones Did Nothing Wrong says, This dude ever hear of Tekken? Uh let me see. Nah, that's eh, not even worth it. That people that are gonna be mad. Is... People are gonna be
1: mad. They're mad because I said that they that the players of their game were worse than Street Fighter players. I'm not even a Street Fighter player. I just feel like Street Fighter players are the best at Street Fighter compared to other people at their own games. And I think it makes perfect sense.
2: But but that actually plays into what I was going to say when I talk about international success, I mean, you look at the results of Tekken, where you had a player from, you know, everyone expects Japan and Korea to be good. But the top eight included a player from uh, the Philippines, a player from India, and a player from Thailand. How, you know, you have players. Yeah, it's from gotten really crazy. Middle East coming up. You've you've now got two Middle Eastern players in Capcom Cup. This isn't just. It, there was a Tekken tournament in Pakistan, and I believe Neely and uh, Chanel both lost to Pakistani players this weekend. This, it's not just oh. It's not just happening in Street Fighter, it's happening everywhere. No, it
1: really is. I agree with that completely. Like the, the players of every game are getting so goddamn good. Like, being, like, I, like, just, even at a local level, I used to be able to pick up a game and be the best, you know, like, in this part of Texas, which isn't impressive, I'm just saying, like, instantly. I could do very well at tournaments. Now, even locally, if I pick up a new game, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, because people are getting so good, like just worldwide at every game
0: they've eclipsed you in their ability they've
1: completely eclipsed me
3: (laughs) total eclipse
1: it's a total eclipse
3: (laughs) i so so the argument here is is that there is actual skill involved at being good at street fighter 5 versus not And, and in fact to be good at this game at least at the very top level and get through all of the considering how everybody has training wheels on in a certain respect and can not necessarily be consistent, but can steal games away from you. The feat of getting to the end of a tournament consistently is actually quite impressive because you have to beat people that now have training wheels. As well, right? Is Pretty that, much, is that basically yeah. Over- I mean, like,
1: there's a long time ago, like, and not even a long time ago. There's a point in fighting games where people were really good at the game. They were so good at moving around, they were so good at, at implementing their mix-ups and combos that they could win without thinking about what the other guy was doing that hard. They just completely outclassed them. Now, if you played versus Rashid and you didn't know how to punish his V reversal you'd be you'd ha- in a really tough spot, you know? You need to know that about every character. Every character that you don't know something about. like You'd probably rather in Street Fighter V at this point play versus a top tier character that beats your character than some guy who plays mm-hmm. a shitty character where you don't know the matchup. Just You're afraid because, of, like,
3: Alex, right? Yeah, because yeah, just who because knows?
1: <laughs> you need every bit of information at this point to be able to win in this game. And all I said is it's just, I think that Street Fighter, basically it boils down to, in my opinion, Street Fighter V players are incredible at Street Fighter V more so than I've seen in other games. And I mentioned other games where I think people are really, like, Melee. Obviously, Melee players are incredible at Melee. Street, third Strike. But those are really old games. And I was just saying, I think Street Fighter's reached that level quickly.
3: It's What about this? Because uh, so many people compare Street Fighter 4 and 5, obviously. It was and, – and I think this is 100% the case. It was much easier to be consistent at Street Fighter 4, right? Um, now, you can argue that Street Fighter 5 is, like I said, has a, is a game with training wheels in some ways. It is, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't think – I think very few people would argue that. But as a result – it's extremely hard to be consistent at this game. And yet we see people doing that. And, and like, there's, there's your entire argument, like the fact that that's happening and you know how easy it is to lose. Like, yeah, if you play a first to 10 against someone that's not as good as you, you'll probably beat them in the first to 10, but to 10, them like, that's probably not going to happen. And, and anyone can lose on any given Sunday in a, in any tournament. Right. So, so to be consistent, I think I like, What's the argument against that? Of of course. I, I of course honestly, like, I think it's an
1: innocent thing where people are misreading. Like I, I I agree, and I felt like what I said wasn't very controversial. I think people are just reading it as me saying that Street Fighter Five is the hardest game, which is not what I'm saying, or that players of other games suck, which is not what I'm saying. I was just saying that Street Fighter Five, and, and as Steve mentioned, like the level of play has gone up across the board, and the fact that we have people, you know, from Every country you can think of winning tournaments and Asian players being won by two guys from the UAE is just incredible. And the level of play has gone up worldwide and Twitter and Reddit and all these places posting videos have just skyrocketed the level of play. And I would suffice to say that people are way better at fighting games now than they were five years ago
0: or 20 years ago. Sorry. Shouts to Cyanide for uh, the 12 month club sub Cyanide. There we go. Got a little daigle clap oh, for you. Before yeah. we go on anywhere else, we also need to thank a couple of other people that Late have subscribed. Us. It was Richard Wen, himself Jay Epistel, Terrible ta- uh, no terrible Taco Follow. Thank you for following, though. Uh, Ace King Offsuit, I guess. Who uh, <laughs> that is? Pepito <laughs> you sure Hot Jr., I guess. Hmm. Who's that guy? And, uh, and Cyanide, we just thanked you, so we'll double thank you. So thanks, everybody, for the following and the subbing. Oh, God.
3: Thank you. Thank you very
2: much. Right so okay, so
3: you're here. welcome. Interesting little you know, um, as we're talking about this though. Um David Ultra David in the chat says that in my opinion Street Fighter 5 is just as consistent as Street Fighter 4. Uh do you guys agree with that? I I mean, on that. Well, that's
1: but- a really weird and hard thing to argue. I mean, you'd
3: have to go back and look at the results. So it very much feels to me, especially as a player that I I personally had more success in four with less effort. I've spent so much more critical thinking time on five, and yet still it's like I'm afraid of every single per player in my pool. And even if I like get three rounds in a row against someone and only need one more round, I am not confident I'll get that last round until the whole thing is said and done. Like it's very difficult for me in my personal experiences to uh, to be consistent at this game. But that might, that might just be my personal experience, right? I think right? it's and hard to share. I mean, my
1: unpopular opinion is that people are so much better at this game in part because it's so much easier That It's difficult to even compare when I played Street Fighter 4 like until you get to outside of pools Most of the people you are playing are dropping most of their combos like they're literally not completing their entire combo because combos in that game are hard in This game everyone hits their combos basically every time if someone drops a combo. It's weird You're like, oh wow, that was lucky in Street Fighter 4 Someone does light, light, the medium doesn't link, and then they do a special move constantly. That happens all the time, even at top level play, because the combos are so hard. So, like, the consistency basis is weird and has to come from results, at which point I don't know, and I don't, anything I'd say would be hearsay.
0: Street Fighter I, I combos mean, are hard, you heard here first. John? Yeah, they
3: are hard. It, it, it is. It's easier to be good at five, it's easier to dole out damage in five, and therefore, to uh, to surpass that you have to be a step ahead like you can't operate in that same realm because because all the games that you won or all the rounds that you won because people drop their combos uh, is not a thing anymore right so like you have to ascend up to the next level of of play of mind game and be ready for the crazy stuff that may be coming at you now i mean that's only one aspect of the game of but course. i think it's significant yeah
0: now, speaking of international players, uh, doing really well, now by I, all means, what you got?
1: I was just going to keep saying, like, I think if you were like talking a theoretical landscape where like, people were incredibly good, Street Fighter 4 might be a little more consistent in some. But then again, it depends because it's like some characters could throw you an unblockable you. Ultra Street Fighter 4 with no hard knockdown, I think in a theory world, Like, the better player wins more easily than in Street Fighter V, whatever this better player is Mm -hmm. means. Because there's less. The more skilled player. player. Yeah, because there's less loopable 50 50s or whatever to turn it into RPS. But I don't know if the game ever got to that point. Anyhow.
0: Luffy on Twitter says Good players win in every fighting game ever, and they never don't win. Despite U.S. being very advantaged in the CPT, they have the least qualified players. LOL. He always
2: makes funny tweets. (laughs) <laughs> i i i mean that's technically not true because i mean if you're Ooh, comparing why to, don't you respond to him dude
0: tweet back I mean, at him ace what an
2: idiot if we're comparing <laughs> the u.s to other countries that is true now if we're comparing north america as a region to eu as a region which includes basically a continent and a half then sure but see, the, the funny part you. is, and, and I, <laughs> hit a nerve. I love that this happens. I, I, I'm not saying this sarcastically, I absolutely love this back and forth banner. But I have never heard anyone say outside of the first day that it happened that UK won EVO, that England won EVO.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's always Europe won EVO. EU one Evo. Everyone wants to, to give them a hug, even though they're trying to jump out for reasons. They're not, we're not going to get into, but basically anyone, Europe is, it's like Ryder cup season all the time. You know, it, it, why do
1: they get to gang up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And, and let's be real. You know, in terms of the number of tournaments the U.S. has, uh, you know, a large part of
0: uh, CPT up. coming oh, from, ah,
2: <laughs> a large part of I the CPT Europe. being based off of Capcom USA's efforts, you know, yeah, more big events are in the U.S. So there's a home field advantage there. That's going to be our new biggest play by the
3: fuck you.
0: <laughs> Send that to Logan. Um, oh, God. oh my gosh! Hey, uh, <laughs> block or grab? He's really nice y- to me on Twitter, <laughs> and then every <laughs> time I'm
1: person, he's a total dick. He's like, he's like, "Oh, fuck you and all Americans." You know, I'm like, I want
0: uh, to... "Fuck <laughs> Europe, block or grab." <laughs> like, pl- grab, yeah, duh. Fuck Europe, block or grab, Steve. Block. Fuck Europe, Europe block love. or grab, John.
3: Grab all day. <laughs> fuck those
0: guys. Yeah, got him. All right, up, we got go a lot wrong. of grabs in the chat here. <laughs> Steve is salty. Block it, or grab.
3: Because I'm fat.
0: No,
2: Steve, Steve also wants to say fuck Europe. He's
1: just a nice
3: one. <laughs> He's all PC I about it. I do not
2: want to say that. You're, Europe, I love you guys. That's why I throw, <laughs> you in, throw you all those. Love
0: John. You,
3: if you kidding. don't love America, you can get out.
0: <laughs> John, block or grab. Steve is salty.
3: Oh, uh, grab, absolutely.
0: <laughs> all right. So what's our next topic? Hey, did you guys hear that? You should be very excited about this. Marvel versus Capcom four well david in the sure chat thing.
1: david in the chat said it best on twitter a few weeks ago where he was like if if i don't want to see q in street fighter 5 because i don't want to see what they would do to him in that game that's how i feel about all marvel vs capcom from this point on marvel vs capcom infinite is like faith. i've lost complete faith in them to make these games and unless they can like completely prove otherwise in some amazing trailer. I have absolutely no interest in this game. And in fact, I have interest in it not coming out. <laughs> know, I'm this. serious. Let me ask you this. MVCI was that much of a failure.
3: Street Fighter V was, it, ha, it had a lot of crappy things about it when it first launched. How do you feel about it now versus when it first launched?
1: Street Fighter V? After two and a
3: half years, yeah.
1: I never hated Street Fighter V. And in fact, I the original version it of the eclipses game was, other games, in fact. was fun to me because I liked that Vega was okay.
3: And I, I enjoyed... earlier in this you said you don't even enjoy it. I don't enjoy it anymore, but I, mean, I think it's a okay. fine game. I think that Capcom- I don't hate the game. Uh, like two years ago or even maybe one year ago was so disconnected from what their audience wanted. They were disconnected from 2018 and you can argue, well, that's probably because the disconnect between Capcom USA and Capcom Japan and Japan calling the shots and being more conservative about their pr- approach to making games and all that stuff but recently we've seen a bunch of things that point to the idea that Capcom is catching up to 2018, what they're doing in Street Fighter 5, what they're doing with um, – well, like with a lot of their franchises and such. Uh, I think that they're catching up and they're, and they're listening and they're doing the right things to get their crowd, their audience here in 2018 happy. So that gives me it doesn't it doesn't for sure say, OK, like Capcom, you know, here, full leash, do whatever you want, because I don't trust them that much, at least not yet. But I do feel like there's a good chance that if they were to take another run at MVCI or whatever they want to call it when it comes back out, that they would attend to the things that people have been pissed off about. I think there's been enough reworking. I know that uh, was it Ryoto uh, Tsujimoto is if i that might, <laughs> that might be totally messed up, but um, that, that with him at the helm of, of fighting games and such, I think things are turning around. So that gives me at least hope, not saying it would be perfect, not saying I necessarily even want it, but it gives me hope.
0: Um, Donka, when, when Marvel Infinite came out, you were playing the shit out of it I and was. you said on this show that you liked it.
1: I, I don't think Marvel Infinite's a bad game, gameplay-wise. I think it's pretty fun. I just think that you can't, like, the PR disaster and the graphics disaster and the, the product faces. disaster is just not acceptable. And, like, I completely, 100% understand anyone who's like, I'm not going to play that game. And as a fan of the series, it's unfortunate when you're like, no one wants to play your game and it's a laughingstock and it kind of deserves to be. Okay, so, but... Even if so the it's... gameplay is fun and I can defend that, and I don't think people who play Marvel Infinite are stupid... I'm just sad that they basically took a game and I wanted to play and made it a disaster. And I don't want that I don't want to fall in love with a game and have no one play it again. So I don't want right. them to make a bad mark. But
3: say they say they do this grand reopening kind of thing with a, it's not just a fresh coat of paint, but they like redo the visuals, make it a little more comic book looking and, and not and they don't run into the issue of having this weird hybrid of realistic and comic-y and, and, and finding a, a bad place on that spectrum, which is what I think happened with, like, you know, the faces and such. Um, even beyond, like, Chun-Li and Dante looking like trash. Just, like, the visuals themselves were kind of, like, in a weird place, right? So they give it a visual overhaul. They, give, uh, they put the, the characters that people want in X-Men and Doom and, and, and things like that because, hey, Disney bought Fox. That's a real reality right now. Um, you have those two things. Plus on top of it, you have a gameplay that's actually fun. And maybe they tweak things around a little, you know, dot, dot a few more eyes, cross a few more T's. I feel like that game could do just fine. It I could. don't feel like there's enough of a bad taste in people's mouths because of infinite. And that was, it was definitely a bitter, a bitter run. But at the same time, I think you, you revamp it. And the thing that people were the most upset about, I think is the visuals. And if you give that a whole revamping. Uh, but, you know, you put it on the same engine and everything, and, and, and it's essentially, that's your fresh coat of paint, amongst other things. I think that the game could really work. I think people would receive it. Here, here's the problem, though. People weren't pissed off just because of Marvel
2: Infinite. It was because
0: Battle of the they eggs. were mad
2: about they were mad about Infinite. They were mad about Street Fighter, or Van, er, Vanilla Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. They were mad about Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Capcom has this streak of games launching in states that a lot of people don't like, and then eventually fixing it. But the problem is there are fewer and fewer people now, especially now that there are so many great fighting game options out there that are willing to invest 40 $60 on a game, on the promise that, hey, a year and a half from now, two years from now, it's gonna be really good and you'll have all this practice, so you'll be ready to go when everyone's trying to get back in it.
3: <laughs> Just treat it like a beta, like yeah. a beta session. Yeah. It, yeah. it,
1: I, I, it would be ahead. so hard for them to make a game that people were happy with at this point. If they made that fundamentally like awesome okay. remake, it would be amazing. People would like it would be it would be received extremely well in my opinion. And I I think a lot of Dragon Ball <laughs> players, I think a lot of Street Fighter players, I think a lot of the guys who are halfway between any playing any game at all right now mm-hmm. would jump on it and it would be a hit. But I mean, that's
3: a lot to fix with MVCI. A lot, like. But what all? What all do you have to fix? Like visuals? That, the that visuals like the almost
1: need to be. I think the game needs to be different enough that it doesn't get compared to MVCI at all. Like I think it needs <laughs> to be such a so fresh coat of 3v3 paint 3v3 that,
3: or something? if
1: it's in any way MVCI. like, it's done. Even if it's good. Like, I just don't think... It's like Street Fighter for Cross Tech in the update. It may have been a good update, but, like, no one cares anymore. So it has to be a new game. It has to be, like, separate. And I think if they are releasing an MVC4, which I don't believe yet, it would be. Because they've taken so long off of even
0: talking about MVCI (coughs) that I think they're trying to leave it behind. I had heard once, many moons ago, uh, before the release of Infinite... From a reputable source, that the there was always the plan, like it was already in the works that Disney was going to buy the rights from Fox for the X Men and all that shit, and all those characters were going to be coming out. Um, I suspect that they're like, hey, put a little polish on this game, and for the next generation, because both Marvel Three and Infinite had tie-ins to all the Marvel Cinematic Universe and yada yada yada. All those characters are represented here. From what's this chrome arm guy? And uh, Spencer. the number the other guy, Bucky, and uh, oh, Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier, and Black, like all those characters are in there. The X Men are coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All these characters, I think, they want a game that that is already close to or you know, ready to just put a little polish on it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it.
3: Here's, here's what you <laughs> do here's the intro. Ready, Thanos appears, and you okay. see all of the MVCI characters in. In their MVCI forms, and they're all coming out of him, and he snaps his fingers, and they all just disappear. But then a portal to another dimension opens up, and the new MVCI, or the MVC4 characters, same characters come through, and they look different, and it's like a new beginning. And they snap it away, and they make it all a joke. We move forward, and we have ourselves another fight. Honestly,
1: that would be hilarious. I don't think they have the self-awareness to pull that off, but it would be be funny if they did that.
0: Block and grab on uh, Marvel 4. Lot, I don't believe in him, Steve. I'm gonna grab, John.
2: Wait, is this a grab that we think it's gonna happen or that we want it?
0: Do you want I'm it? blocking on both, so
2: I'm I'm gonna grab on both. I'm gonna grab.
0: Hey, wasn't that our question of the day, Steve?
2: It was. Uh, what started all of this uh, was uh, Verbeen or excuse me, Vergaben, who is been who has leaked other games before other fighting games uh recently put out some leaked information for uh smash uh, ultimate and almost all of that was spot on so he he came out uh earlier this week and said that uh marvel and capcom are starting to work together uh for a uh reboot of marvel infinite uh That it's in the early stages, so you shouldn't expect to see anything in the very near future. But uh, that it would be called Marvel versus Capcom 4 to try and distance itself from Infinite. And that the uh, catalyst for this was Combo Fiend making the leap from uh, Capcom over to Marvel and working on getting... Convincing both sides that yeah, this is something that's worth pursuing. So if it happens, you have him to thank. If Kamovian
1: saves Marvel, that would be a cool
3: timeline. But that would be amazing. Uh,
2: so we took to Twitter to ask you uh, if it's going to happen. What would you like to see? in an updated or a new Marvel versus Capcom game. Uh, Super Joe Mundu does a lot of work with our Street Fighter. He said, uh, in part, to take Capcom's latest uh, statement that they want to leverage old IP. Perhaps we'll get a Capcom versus Capcom game where it pulls from their deep catalog of characters. Something like a Capcom version of Fighter's Megabix. Let them get weird with it. I'm all in favor of fighting games getting weird with it uh dylan billings uh said that marvel infinite is a, an amazing skeleton for a game take all that story mode budget and use it to fill out the cast of characters then just have fun with the interactions i want to see dozens of team-up supers like captain and bucky have in infinite
1: yeah that would be uh, popular
2: yeah nine-tailed ssj sage says he wants to see a capcom cap see Capcom care about their game again. You can tell from how Infinite's gameplay was fire, but everything else about the presentation was trash that they gave up after a little while and only did the bare minimum so that they could scrape by. Kind of like him in high school.
3: <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh,
2: Joey b 29 wants graphics tweets and a diverse cast. Infinite tried too hard to shove the um, Marvel... Com- Comics or the Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe uh, down their throats, knowing full well that the X Men and some Fantastic Four characters make it for us as fans. Uh, T Bell wants to see Yipes be a part of the in game commentary. That would be hilarious. Uh, get a 200 plus combo in here. Damn! I would cry. That's also the worst IFC Yipes <laughs>
0: impersonation ever here. But I appreciate the effort. Uh,
2: uh, B plus for effort, maybe. Uh, Air Dash Club wants to see support <laughs> to groups and individuals who continue to push Infinite throughout Marvel and Capcom. Silence. I'm guessing that's going to be an I played Marvel Infinite since vanilla and all I got is this lousy t-shirt t-shirt. <laughs> and then uh, QM Apool says jack shit because it's never going to happen. Uh-huh. You, pessimist. Uh-huh. You, pessimist. Uh-huh. you pessimist. You pessimist, you. Speaking of objections. Why
1: would this happen? I'm trying to figure out how this makes any sense. They just created like one of the most catastrophic failures of a video game I've ever remembered. Like this was like crazy level failure. Like pure meme it was in the GC. It was bad. Like a pure like any positive you've taken out of that game other than like, you know, people liking it is like made up out of thin air. Mm. How do you decide that warrants another game?
3: What do you mean? It's made up out of thin air. I mean, there are plenty of positives, aren't there? Uh, I, mean, NBCI? I, don't, I don't really play it. Yeah, the gameplay is like, like uh, who is it? Maximilian says it's his favorite fighting game. I think right now, or at least it's oh, it. I, I, like, I meant
1: like outside of like the game, but I meant the reception to the game.
3: Like yeah, just the sure. Reception. But, but it, you know what? Like that's that's valid. That people got upset about Chun Li's face and things like that. Like yeah, that's part of the mix. Like you have to dot those kind of eyes and cross those kind of t's. But like when you're sitting down to play a fighting game yeah you care about the characters they're not just functions yeah you want them to look good but at the end of the day it's like dude the, the how fun the game is 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 a huge thing and I think Marvel hit that I think that it has a foundation that you can still build on I really do I think I you' are you right can fix those other things I mean because it would be good for the Fgc too you know I
2: it it feels like that that infinite and uh, Street Fighter Arcade Edition are on opposite ends of the spectrum. You have, in Infinite, you you have hardcore fans who love the gameplay, love the netcode, and hate everything else about the game. And you have, on on the other side, hardcore fans who who, who like everything about Street Fighter V except for the gameplay and netcode. So imagine if you could somehow combine the two, and
3: get the best of both worlds no but you just end up big- with the chun lee ken's face it's gonna be <laughs> that, so tough it's,
1: it's really hard to make a liked fighting game nowadays if you think about back in the day you could make a pretty game and people liked it pretty much no matter how well it played you could make a game with a ton of characters that had ripped sprites from other games and almost no new sprites that played like a total clusterfuck but if people found it fun they, they liked it, and now they think of it as a great game in the past. Obviously, I'm referring to Marvel 2. Now your game has to look good. It has to play good. It has to be balanced. It has to be this, this, and that. And if you're Capcom, it's times 1,000 because you've got a target on your back. So it's very hard to make a good game at this
3: point. Very, very hard. But Capcom's got a ton of money now because of, of Monster Hunter. I mean, they may made... but,
0: but, but, but I've heard that uh, argument before. But how does that translate to? So let's put more into fighting games. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why that would
3: translate. It's to that. a it's a decision that they would have to make. But I mean, like, do you do you abandon a franchise like MVC? You know, I mean, they maybe, haven't. Maybe They've the done a good yes, job but... not
1: abandoning things for a long time. So maybe they will. I, I guess saying I hope they don't is wrong. I hope they do, and it's amazing. But I just, I, I
2: just don't see it.
0: All right, guys, let's move on to another topic. Uh, Steve, is there an update on the infiltration investigation? No. How many days? How many days so far?
2: Uh, If my counting is correct, we are on day twenty-four. Of the infiltration investigation, and he wasn't at team or anything like he that. He wasn't, right? No, right? I, no, I'm he, asking. He he was registered uh, in advance. He did not uh, compete. So mm-hmm. still waiting. Uh, z- uh, well, they don't have really let- long to figure that out.
1: Like, I think it'll be a bad look if he just shows up to Capcom Cup, right? Like, <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> what's going on? It's me. And it's like there's no there's no statement so i don't, I don't know either? i don't
0: know
2: um
0: okay well we'll keep I, our I, uh, I've ear i've got the...
2: their twitter up i've got panda global's twitter up so if something gets announced in the next 20 minutes or so i will be here to break it
0: <laughs> cool okay uh any other thoughts on that nope
2: i i, I just i hope there's some complication that's that's keeping this held up because I I don't understand if if they had all the information why I don't I don't know, I don't know. I've, I've already said my piece on this so
0: hey uh, died by sword gifted some uh, subs some shoutouts
2: Thanks, thank you very man. much
0: appreciate you man your your money is going towards John going to tournaments and not putting B O F E
1: in front of his name. <laughs>
0: Which, which term did you want to go to, John?
3: The regional the finals? North American regional finals. Yeah. Where is it and when is it? Washington, and it's sometime in November. Well, it's I like want to go away. to all the tournaments overseas
1: that are the furthest away from the U.S.
0: <laughs> to play Dragon Ball? To play Skullgirls. <laughs> all right. Hey, guys. Um, it's the end of an era. Esports is leaving the fighting game community behind, <laughs> officially. Uh, Echo Fox continues to... Uh, Shed players, Steve. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, at, we we talked about last week how the uh, how Echo Fox released Theo, Punk, and Scar from their ranks, and that releasing has continued throughout this week. Uh, on Thursday, uh, both members of the Tekken squad, JDCR and Saint, announced their uh departures from echo fox jdacr said quote echo fox and i have parted ways i'm grateful for what they've done for me these past two years i've traveled the world experienced new things and i learned more about what it means to be a fighting gamer it was the greatest feeling in the world thanks everyone for your support a few minutes later saint went to twitter and said as of today i'm no longer sponsored by echo fox though it hurts to write this i understand the team's decision to move forward i'll always remember how it felt to wear those colors proudly living my pro gamer dream the last two years have been a blessing i'll never forget thank you echo fox Mm -hmm. uh and then uh sunday uh, Stephen McMore, a.k.a. Boken, a.k.a. The Translator, if you watched SCR a couple years ago. Uh, he took to Twitter and, uh, and said, I am very sad to announce that I am no longer with Echo Fox as their FGC division manager. We may have parted ways, but I am very happy about all the experience they gave me, and I wish them the best of luck in the future. What a long road. So three more members of the FGC team gone, and now rumors that uh, Momochi and Blanca are gone, because uh, when the first wave of cuts were announced last week, those two disappeared from the site. They were added a few hours later. But if you look at the Echo Fox uh, Street Fighter team website now, both Chocoblanca and Momochi are off of that site. So...
0: Uh, if you go to Momochi's uh, Twitter page, it still says Echo Fox, and he's got all the branding and the header and all that business.
2: Yeah, so I don't know if that's an issue.
3: I mean, uh, so
2: this has been happening in other
1: esports teams. It seems to have been, like, a big time for change, just as a thing. I know, like, they weren't nearly as big a team, but GGA completely disbanded, let go of everyone. Um, I've heard in some other esports, similar stuff's been going on. So it seems like... Well, it's what kind of I, I heard plays.
0: was, now, th- so we didn't talk about UIU. I understand that the funding game manager for UIU as well.
2: So he can. He announced that his departure. And that may be for other reasons. Correct. He didn't expand it. So this it. might just be
0: isolated to Echo Fox. And to that effect, uh, what I heard was that there are shareholder complications with their parent company, Vision Venture Partners, the people that are basically putting the money into Echo Fox, giving it to Rick Fox, presumably, to uh, fund this team. Um, they have issues with the way the team and some other uh, decisions are being managed. So we'll see if that is the isolated incident. It seems that the timing is weird. We talked about that last year, or last week, because there's you know we're right at the end of the season. There's still opportunities for these names to uh, you know win tournaments, uh, whatever.
2: Yeah, so- and and I mean that brought up an interesting thing uh, that someone I was talking to earlier this week, I don't want to mention their name because they were, um, I don't know if they want to be dragged into this, but uh, they brought up an interesting point I mean, Saint and JDCR specifically, they're both qualified for the Tekken World Tour finals they weren't scheduled to go to Berlin Tekken Clash, as far as I know nor were they scheduled to go to uh, Canada Cup which were the last two events. So they literally did not have to send them out anywhere except for, um, they didn't even have to send them out to the Tech World Tour finals because those flights are paid for. So it would have By cost Well, those Tour, guys are salaried, know. though. So
1: I don't know if their right. contract so, was already up.
2: So whatever salary, you know, it just would not have, it would not have been- at least at first glance, a very expensive move to keep them on through at least December uh, to to get them some representation at this world championship. So it's kind of puzzling to me
3: in that regard. But when um, when Echo Fox kind of busted out or, or broke into the FGC rather and picked up Jay Wong and Tokido and Momochi and they're like so, that okay. was a yeah that was like a a moment and i don't think anybody in the fgc was like oh this is going to pay off you know immediately right and i think echo fox knew that as well this was this was an investment and with that move everyone was like oh that's a big investment like probably bigger than you're going to see much return on in any time soon but i mean maybe fox wasn't as, as as keen on that or something but like I'm not totally surprised it would happen like this given like, like the FGC is growing. Absolutely. But to that extent, like you're, you're, you're moving so much money around sponsoring that many players and doing this much. And, and I mean, obviously, I don't know the specifics on the numbers, but this isn't a huge surprise to me. It feels like, yeah, they bit off an inappropriately big bite uh, considering just the, the, the status of the FGC in esports right now. I still think we'll get there. But it's going to take some time. I don't. And, and I don't think we we'll will we'll ever much. get there. No? Why would it? Why not? How would it? I mean, the growth that it's made thus far, I mean, i mean, they're, they're I don't, sure I, there's I, you arguments You don't think it's stagnated
0: in any way, shape, or form? I think we were, uh, maybe Evo keeps getting bigger and bigger numbers, but that's kind of like an outlier. Um, I'm not convinced that the numbers on your average streams in the CPT are any better than they were in years prior. Um, yeah, maybe Tekken and Dragon Ball are making splashes, but are they still?
2: They're still growing. Uh, Both of those games are still doing well. Um, I don't think that you're necessarily going to see that uh, that monstrous growth that we had in 2016 where you had 5,000 people coming out to Evo. Mm. But, you know, those events are still growing. You look at Combo Breaker, those numbers continue to go up even if Street Fighter by itself doesn't you know and that's the case at a bunch of other events where you don't have this big one and however that one game goes so does everything else you now have three uh marquee games in Street Fighter 5 Tekken 7 and Dragon Ball Fighters that can carry events and you so that growth is there it's just not necessarily in one column it's more spread out
0: hey john what, what i really meant and somebody here in the chat atmosphere vg uh, mentioned it is that if you're like whoever these investors these venture capitalist dudes that are funding echo fox and you look at a spreadsheet of esports titles
1: mm-hmm. fgc
0: is like a pimple on the butt of league of legends i right? agree i agree a- and yeah. that's why i think they're cutting them now still on the roster And league of
1: legends players will tell you that game's dying that's
2: like literally where where esports is gone but I mean, here here's the thing. You can, comparatively speaking, how much does it cost to get in the Overwatch league now? Twenty I think it's like, million. It's like twenty it's a, million. A, yeah, base yeah. base
0: is ten million for a non-competitive scene. Like uh, I think that's how much it was to get the spot here this uh, first season, uh, in some of the Texas uh, regions. But in New York, I think it went upwards of twenty, forty, something like that million, just because it was so competitive to get that spot.
2: What about uh, you know this rumored Call of Duty league? You know, there are the cost of entering esport, other esports scenes, the mature scenes are so, so high for basically any company that entering the FGC and becoming, you know, the, the marquee player is relatively speaking peanuts. I mean, when they made their big splash here, when they signed, you know, Saint and JDCR and Sonic Fox and Justin Wong. How much money does that set them back? Uh, you know, they might not necessarily get that level of return, but there's some value in, in being a known company in that community, being able to market to that community for a fraction of the cost compared to what you'd have to do to get any sort of return in Overwatch or League or Dota or anything like that.
0: I think we're going to see less and less uh, sponsorship of fighting games and fighting game players and more of whatever's hot, whether it's the Fortnites, the Blackout, Call of Duty Blackout style. Um, w- isn't that what it's called, right? The the new... Uh, I
1: think it's Black Ops, right?
0: No. obviously oh, the game Oh, Black
1: Blackout o- is, the, is the Fortnite Thank mode. Thank
0: you, fellow kids. Um, whatever's hot is where the money's going to go.
3: Yeah, but okay, and, and I agree... And Street Fighter is like that pimple compared to the mountain that is, you know, like League of Legends or 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 maybe not League of Legends, Overwatch and and you know, Fortnite and whatnot. But what happens when the next wave of fighting games come out? Like look how much growth battle happened with the- Street Fighter Four look what happened with street fighter five and the in the huge boom that we were all ready to have with the still five thousand plus
0: comparatively speaking all that impressive
3: no. and we won't be uh, like yeah compare yourself to the to the to the big dogs you know like sure but the fact that it's still continuing to grow it might never reach that level but i think that the fgc has not grown to as big as it's going to get and then it's it's like it hasn't reached the top of the mountain and started climbing down the other side and who knows what's in store like Capcom and and the other developers are learning left and right. We're seeing more guest characters. And, and, like, with Dojo Mode, the idea of bringing people together as a community within these things. And, and you know, once they figure out how to do microtransactions and loot boxes and, and maybe new models, it's like there's a lot of space to grow still. And it's like if you're going to constantly compare it to, like, well, it's not Fortnite, it's like, no, it's not Fortnite. Maybe they take a page out of Fortnite's book and they grow. But I mean is with, it's, like,
0: it's not the big... It's not the hot game.
1: No, it's not. And ironically, I think the easiest comparison to make, if esports ever get and probably will get to where regular sports are, is something like the UFC or boxing, where on a regular basis it's not especially popular, but maybe the FGC will be able to have title matches or something like that that are niche
3: and popular. Yeah, we Evo might end up things. on ESPN two, you know, and that's like, going to be the uh, but, but no,
1: FGC will never be close, I don't think, anytime soon or probably ever. I agree with that.
2: And e- i even if this uh rumored uh you know New league Legends of fighters ever game. comes out
1: uh, i think i missed the boat that would help but i think it's me i agree i mean league is like already like it would need to be fortnite fighters now
2: yeah <laughs> or, or, or black ops we, fighters it's <laughs> like isn't that well, yeah, just dance dance revolution though
1: <laughs> pretty well dance dance revolution is more popular than street fighter
0: hey um just bringing it back to uh, all these player announcements what do y'all think of this uh a friend of the show, we love this guy, uh, Marn. <laughs> Do <you laughs> saying I get mad when players are like, "Thank you for being a great team and being so good to me, even though you cut my contract short and left me jobless." But it's cool, thanks. Like, wait.
1: I mean, if that was like, I mean, a lot of people just write stuff because they see other people write stuff. There's one thing to be civil. I mean, depending on, I mean, obviously, if your contract ends and they don't sign you, it's good to be civil. If someone really fucks you over, I probably wouldn't thank them.
2: I don't know. It seems like common sense to me. But, but yeah. I, I, it's like you can be mad and still be thankful. Like when, uh, when everything happened with uh, Dot Esports getting spun off and the uncertainty about that, I was sad. I was a little mad, but I was also grateful for the opportunity because, you know, I, the only reason I had something to be sad about losing was because they gave it to me in the first place. So I think there's, you know, it's not necessarily just being nice and covering your bases. You know, a lot of the times that's legitimate gratitude.
3: Yeah. And Marn also thrives off of being a dick. You know, there's like a (laughs) lot of different ways to 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 skin a cat. He's found success in having that, you know, rough edge attitude. um, And that's entertaining. and, And that has its own appeal. But a lot of people just want to be, you know, played by the book and be professional about it, and that's why they do that. And I don't think it takes a like, genius to realize that that's why they're doing it that way. But, but yeah, I mean, I see him. It's like let's keep things real. It's sure, but he's also a dick. So,
1: but yeah, I think the people who are who are going to continue to be sponsored are the ones who are sponsored right now. I think if you're not an actual fighting game like Legend or extremely popular name, you're probably quote-unquote worthless to a sponsor right okay, now. So let's and being lo- good isn't enough. You have to literally be one of the top players for a sponsor to get any sort of fiscal so gain to, out of you. To
0: that point, right, so we're, let's look at the remaining Sonic roster Sonic Fox here. is worth fiscal gain. Okay, what's we'll time out. So you sure. have Sonic Fox, he's in Justice, and presumably the next Mortal Kombat, but you also have, have to kill Sage. Just Kill Sage stick around You yes or know. For now, I mean, he's so a, new, he's there, a new
1: pickup. He's really good at Dragon Ball, but he's definitely not like He doesn't have that footprint. He's not. He doesn't have a footprint. Like, I mean, I don't know.
0: Okay, so he's gone. Injustice 2 or uh, eventually Mortal Kombat, I guess, what is it, 11? Still Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox, he's on there. Um, Street Fighter, they have Justin Wong and Tokido. Those are obviously legends of fighting games. Yeah, those. Are okay, guys. Smash Brothers, they have Mewtwo. Sonic King. Fox
3: is also a gay furry, by the way. Like, there's a like Kota- Wait, just what? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like, forgot that, that's that, true. That <laughs> guy is marketable, right? Like, we don't, don't get rid of Sonic wh- Fox. By what the way, are, your what <laughs> are your sources on this? What are your sources on this? Have this conversation before. I'm getting deja vu right now. It might just be the end of the beer.
0: Uh, <laughs> Well, let me just uh, run out this ahead, uh, this roster here. So, Mewtwo King, who only plays melee, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, but he's like, I mean, he has like agility. He has like 100,000 Twitter followers. You know, he's a big deal.
0: And then MK Leo, my boy from Mexico. He plays... I think MK
1: Leo is like reasonable. He's like because he's international a little he's bit. He's international. He's like at this point the best or second best player of his game. The new Smash is coming out, and Smash is obviously a popular game. It makes sense to keep your premier new Smash player.
2: But, but but yeah, they they g-
1: they cut the fat of the team to almost solely people who are like complete legend status outside of maybe to kill sage. Which
3: makes a lot more sense if they did this kind of a thing two years ago or whenever when Echo Fox did their big like acquisition, then that would make a lot more sense to me like, okay, yeah, you put some money in, you're probably still gonna lose a bit of it. But the fact that they took like everybody that was good Was It was pretty clear that that's too much considering where the FGC is right now in esports. So in my opinion, they just went back to where it it should be, given where we are.
1: Yeah, and I mean, people are acting like... A lot of times, this is a strategic decision on the part of companies. And it sounds almost cruel, right? Because they're giving people a livelihood and stripping it away. But... People do this and then they find out what's working for them and what's making money and then they get rid of what's not. You know, that's part of the deal. Sure. Especially like like, uh, that could have been what this was. It may not be that they failed, it may be that their plan was to overreach.
0: Well, they did it. Guys, uh, you're Rick Fox. (laughs) Blocker grab on fighting games sponsorships. I mean, the sad answer is that I don't, I I think they have
1: the ones they, they should have. And I think most, they're not really missing anyone. So there you go.
0: That's not a block or a grab, Steve. Your Rickbox blocker grab on sponsoring fighting game players.
2: I'm still grabbing. I still think there's value to do it. You don't necessarily. It, it, you have to think about how you sponsor because it's so hard to get a return. But I do think there's room for, uh, for big players to have
3: some success. So I'm going to grab.
0: John, block or grab on uh, your Rickbox. Do you sponsor fighting game players?
3: There's a there's a hierarchy of esports titles fighting games are not near the top of that hierarchy that doesn't mean that they can't grow and that doesn't mean that there isn't appropriate amounts of investment to be put and to be made back like maybe you're not making billions but you could be making you know a little bit less but you're still in the positive so yes absolutely you still do fighting game sponsorships you just don't do them in the same degree that you're doing Fortnite and whatnot
0: put in one can of chef boyardee get out to all right, guys, we're going to wrap the show there. You've been watching Best of Five. Uh, check out somebody, uh, Manowar made, Man-at-Arms made the um, Soul Edge swords, Soul Calibur swords. Isn't that neat? Fast forward here to the end so you can see the finished product. Um, stick around or not on our yeah, channel. that looks but cool as hell. looks real sick. Look, you even got Geralt in there. That doesn't look as cool. They, sh-
3: they should have done Ivy. And they should have got Stormy Daniels. And with that, we <laughs> should end the show. Um,
0: Topical. Tonight on Ultra Chen. Is the bull, bull bursting in the fighting game community? We've been talking about it. They're going to take it to the next level. Results from Southeast Asian majors, Buenos Aires, X Street Battle, etc. 5 on 5 matchup and Marvel vs. Capcom 4 rumors. David loving Street Fighter Five again, etc. It's probably the tweet. Brought him around. The I soul say? is about to burn on the stage of history, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All that and more on Ultra. Well, Gen. I feel
1: like our show is an echo chamber because everyone agreed with me here, and David agreed with me in our chat, and like it sounded civil. But then, like you got into Twitter, and everyone hates me. So, oh, so I need oh, more haters in the works. chat. Recruit yes, your you, hater friends to
2: our chat. It, Elon, could you do me one favor, real quick? Uh, could maybe. you pull up, uh, go back into the recap graphics, and pull up the Open Premiere? results for CPT. It uh, should
0: trash. be Get 07 more
2: people in here to CPT. There you go. What is this? Hey, hey, um, could someone point out who made uh, top eight?
0: Uh, all the people oh. on the screen. Itigale. 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 Yeah. yeah. Zangief. <laughs> Zangief. Who did he use? I
3: don't know.
0: Was, oh, it Ab- w- w- was it Abigail?
2: I believe it was Abigail.
0: So you're so
3: saying what we should do...
1: Well, our, our stupid chat that I hate never sends their Chun-Li pictures with yeah, the Chun-Li man. costumes I give them.
3: Stupid chat that I hate. <laughs> hey, That's people how we that get those the subscribers, bill. my friend. Hey,
0: can I do a super fast raffle? Uh,
2: we'll, we'll do it next week. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play on this because we might be giving away something other than just Chun-Li costumes next week.
0: Alright. Guys, you've been watching Best of 5. It's a weekly FGC fighting game talk show and Elon wants to say something. Thursday at midnight when Soul Calibur releases, I'm going to hijack the channel and stream some of it. So. Hell yeah! I hey. won't have any competition, so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, watch this next week. I'm a friend. This is Mike. That's Steve. Ace King Offsuit, he writes for the Tekken World Tour and on Twitter you can get all schedules for your events. And John Velociraptor Guerrero, he writes for EventHubs.com, who's on the podcast this week.
3: Oh, who is? I like
1: that. I like that intro
3: voice. Were you asking, or I'm? I'm just. I'm just like, just soft up in your voice. (laughs) Who's on the podcast (laughs) this week? It's just uh, Catalyst, Dream King, and myself talking about changes for next season. Can't wait. And your mom.